What's up, loved ones? This is Mustafa, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad. Hey, y'all. This is Ashley, and this is my podcast, Happily Ever Muhammad. This, this is, is Mustafa and Ashley, Ashley and, and this, this is, is our podcast, podcast Happily Ever, Ever Muhammad. Muhammad. Join us every week as we discuss some of the most important topics in our relationship and relationships in general, all on our road to Happily, Happily Ever, Ever Muhammad. Muhammad. I hope we make it. I really hope we make it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey. What's up? Episode 10. Oh, my goodness. I am elated because I am so happy that we made it to episode 10. Episode 10. And I'm back. And Mustafa <laughs> is back. Yes, my yeah. husband is back. Um, yeah. Last week, if you guys didn't listen um, to episode nine, which you should do right wait, now. Yeah, like, wait, we need silence. Yeah, I need to listen to episode nine. Yes, episode eight and nine, really. Uh, listen to episode eight first and eight. then follow it with episode nine. Yeah, that's a good, but yeah. Yo, I want to commend y'all. If we had the little track where you press the button and everybody clap, I would put that on right now. But yo... We could give them some applause or something. We'll figure it out. Y'all did y'all did y'all thing. Yes. Shout out to Shout G out to G and, e. and like, Erica. You see, you see, like this is what I'll be saying. Like, y'all, y'all gotta listen when these women is talking, man, because they they are dropping jewels that y'all need to hear for real. Like mm-hmm. you know, I was listening, I'm like I was I felt like I felt I'm like, yo, I, I wanna how do I subscribe to the happily podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like now when I listen back to it, it was like my first time listening with the people, you know. Uh-huh. So I was like, Yeah, this is dope. Right. You know, even though you I know you was you was very self conscious about your voice. Oh y'all I sounded disgusting. But because like, I was like getting de- coming down off of having a cold yeah. and so I just sounded really bad. But y'all like the way that y'all set it up was perfect. Uh-huh. I, I was like really like listening to it uh-huh. and like I was like laughing to myself. I was talking like I was here. Like, like you yo. was here. Right, right. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking? They and let me, me tell you, you know what made that so dope was that uh, um after that episode, mm-hmm. um, because we record at PVA Studios yeah. And um, after the episode, we literally legit could have filmed like a whole recorded a whole nother word. podcast live with our producer. The, right. Could have did the live, live after, the, after podcast the podcast word PVA word, word. with um, with our producer Tyrell, because that is just it just started such a great conversation. Word. And so it was really dope. So I loved having you girls here. We will most certainly be having you guys back very soon. Word. So um, shout out. Shout out to Zay. Shout out to Mark. Yes. Shout out to G. Shout out to E. Yes. Um, uh, yes, absolutely. All, you know, all the guests that came through. Yes, that we've know. had so far. And we will have more. Yeah. Um, we're going to even get our producer to jump in on one of these episodes very, very soon. Because oh, we have some really good ready. conversations with him after we wrap up recording, like every week. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, babe, how was your week? Um, my week was, it was okay. It was up and down, but I made it. You know, I couldn't wait to come today. Mm-hmm. To get back into the swing of things, I felt like I was like out the loop. I, something was missing in my word. life. <laughs> word, word. Um, well, I can agree to that. My week was actually up and down as well. I um, I want to start off this episode by apologizing to you. Mm. Um, when Mustafa and I set out to do this podcast, we said that we were going to be as exposed and as honest and as raw as possible yeah. um we are very transparent in our views and uh-huh. you know in our the things that go on with us and so i want to apologize because musafa and i had a really rough week this week um relationship wise we yeah. were like at each other's throats kind of uh-huh. um and that happens you know um 
and we always make it back. But this week was like in particular because he pointed out two things that he felt like I do that um, it didn't sit well with me. And, you know, ladies, a lot of times we don't we we know we do. We think a lot about what a man needs to do for us and you know, how a man needs to treat us and what the right, how the right type of man would treat you. But what I didn't take into consideration was how he felt about the way that I treat him. Now, of course, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I'm good to him. I take care of him. I make sure I cook. You know, I make sure that our house, you know, stays in order. I take, you know, good care of the kids. Um, Great care. But I have to... I have to make sure that I'm also taking care of him internally and not only the outside. Because if he mentions that he likes something, I'm on a hunt, I go, I buy it. But if his soul needs something, I have to feed that as well. And so I want to apologize to you, Mustafa, um, because you brought to my attention two things. One, that, that you don't, some of the delivery in the way that I say certain things, even though I don't mean them in that uh-huh. way, which obviously, you know, the intent is important, but not as, as important as the delivery when you're speaking to the person that you love and that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. You want to be as conscious as possible as you can and I haven't been doing that so I want to apologize to you for not speaking to you in the best way um possible that I could have been and um also for you feeling like there are certain things that you wanted to do and I didn't 100% believe in you which I do and so I Mm. do want you to know that I believe in you and I respect you 100 110% and I believe in every single idea um that you have it just sucks when you're an opinionated person and you feel like you may know something about a certain topic that you just you don't want to see the person that you love fail or you don't want to see them you know go through uh I guess a hardship that they don't really have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to very much so make sure that I keep in mind the way that I speak to you and the way that my delivery, you know, of the things that I have to say to you where it comes across because I never want you to feel, you know, like how it comes out, like I don't believe in you, like I don't respect you. So I want to take the time to apologize to you for that. And thank you for forgiving me um, mm-hmm. in that and helping us to be able to move forward better and be here today to for me to say that and for us to record this podcast. So thank you. Well, well, thank you for that. And um, it's it's hard to stay mad at you when you in boy shorts. <laughs> Musafa, shut the fuck. <laughs> be quiet. It like it messes up my. I gotta stay mad focused. I couldn't stay strong. I I, I was I, I tried to hold on to it, but uh-huh. then it was just like oh. She got those boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop it, please? But no, but thank you. You know, I, I understand. It's just, you know, like I said, it's very hard for me to, uh, um, to, you know, I go from one extreme to the next, and I'm, I'm trying to find a gray area and get better mm-hmm. at not being so extreme mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things, especially my feelings. This is why I say, man, you gotta, we gotta work on how we express our feelings. We can't act like we don't have them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because when we act like we don't have them and we secretly start being upset with our mates or with the, uh, uh, another person it's like well i'm not going to tell them that they hurt my feelings mm-hmm. because you know men don't have feelings right right <laughs> like no you know you hurt my feelings i gotta let you know so we can figure it out mm-hmm. you know my job is to, is to communicate that the best way possible like you know that kind of i didn't like that didn't sit well with me Mm-hmm. Um, how you said that or what you said, you know, I felt like you could have said X, Y, and Z instead of what you did say. Right. 
you know, instead of not saying nothing, but just acting shitty towards you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a lot of time people are just like, I'm not going to say nothing. I want to, I want her to figure it out why I'm mad. She should know why I'm mad. You mm-hmm. know? Um, so, you know, men, me included, we got to get better with expressing our feelings and um, communicating what we feel. And, you know, because when we get angry, it's very easy for us to express angry, to flex, to, you know, show our muscle. Mm-hmm. Like intimidate. Um, yeah, kinda. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Instead of it be, instead of saying like, yo, you know, that really, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel sad right now mm-hmm. or I'm disappointed right now because you did this. I expected this of you and this is what you did. You mm-hmm. know, that hurt my feelings. Right. Um, but thank you for apologizing, mm-hmm. you know, we this is this is what this podcast is all about really being transparent we're not like the perfect couple all the time is very is very um rare that we have issues but when we do i like I, what makes me want to stay what makes me um in in more in love is because i know that we'll we'll get around you mm-hmm. know we'll get back to it you know some way somehow we'll fig- we'll get back to each other and mm-hmm. I, I, you know that's what keeps me going mm-hmm. yeah um, i can i can agree to that and that also is like the perfect segue yes absolutely to, our topic uh, our topic today which is um surviving pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> so let me just throw this out i'm not pregnant no. i am not pregnant i just want to throw that out there yeah uh, we gotta wait a couple of months we gotta wait like a month to months. make sure we gotta wait a month to make sure that you're not pregnant but uh, yeah. <laughs> i am not I mean, you did kind of OD <laughs> recently, but, but I'm right. not pregnant. All right, all right. We're going to put that out there. We're going right. to put it in the air, speak yeah, it into right. existence. All right, so yeah, she, uh, yeah, disclaimer, she's not pregnant as far as we know, but <laughs> surviving pregnancy, this is um, a topic that I, I wanted to bring to the table because I feel like I've had a couple of conversations with some of my friends who, you know, wives or girlfriends were pregnant and I felt like they went, they was going through the same struggle as me. So I wanted to just put it out there for everybody who's listening. I know, um, all my guys out there that's listening, like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, this you know, like this podcast is for us, mm-hmm. but also for the women too, because I like me and Ashley talk about this all the time. She said she never knew mm-hmm. that she was acting a certain type of way, mm-hmm. you know? So I said, this sounds like a good topic mm-hmm. for happily ever Muhammad, because sometimes it can get rough during that pregnancy, especially if you're not used to, if you don't got that strong foundation of friendship mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Um, that that foundation of love strong foundation of love like you ain't even gonna make it you won't make it mm-hmm. um so when ashley was pregnant with the twins mm-hmm. we'll start i guess you could start kind of like from the beginning like you know we found out thought it was one obviously because yeah. that's usually what you're pregnant with one <laughs> yeah yeah and then we found out it was not one it was two yeah and shit was on ever <laughs> since. <laughs> yeah. Ever since. The, now the funny thing about it, what the funny thing about Ashley is, she never has symptoms until she finds out she's pregnant. <laughs> Did I take a pregnancy test. It's like regular Ashley. Everything's going fine, and then it's like we go. We went to the doctor. They told her that she was pregnant. The next morning, she started throwing up. That night? Yeah, I'm like, dog, what? 
you wasn't just doing this like you like five weeks them other three them other four weeks you wasn't throwing up and nothing like that it's uh, just like as soon like the day after matter of fact that same night like mm-hmm, you said mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's <laughs> sick as a dog and um like if y'all should know ashley but if y'all don't know her like she's very independent so she's very strong she's very i can do it myself like i like it's been times when she was sick a hundred percent sick and i'm thinking that she bullshitting because i'm so used to her that's how strong she is as a woman she had a 105 fever mm-hmm. we had to like ems her this is not this is a sidebar this is not when she was pregnant but she had like 105 fever one time i come in the house i'm like stop playing why don't you go drink some water or something and she was like no mustafa i really don't feel good until and i didn't believe it until ems was coming and we was taking her to the hospital that's what made me see like oh wait she's not superwoman <laughs> i had to like step back I'm like oh shit she's actually a human being and you know so this is what prep that prepped me for like the her not being able to do for herself because you know she can do for herself a hundred percent i'm not one of those guys who's like oh my woman needs me i i I know very much so that ashley doesn't need me i'm glad that she wants me though (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes i do i'm very happy that she wants me and i think you know um um, to get back to the story so she's she's like throwing up she's not feeling herself um she's not talking like herself moving like herself and i'm like you know i'm still expecting the ashley that i love i'm still expecting the woman that i love that because she showed me such amazing consistency and i'm like okay she is who she says she is you know so i'm happy we working and then it's like wait so when this happens and she's not doing these certain things i'm like wait wait what what's going on here it threw me for a whole loop and um so i'm getting agitated i'm getting angry i'm because i'm in my feelings i'm in my emotions because things aren't going as sweet as they have been not to say we didn't have problems before that but you know it's usually like a problem we we get to the problem we cut it off and then we back happy again but this like these problems was like lasting what, what you think babe mm-hmm. like, i could agree to that you know what i'm saying like they uh-huh. was like lasting i'm like yo we still not over this right, right. like this is an easy one i thought we had been past this already mm-hmm. so um babe but, t- but tell them mm-hmm. like how you were feeling during this time like so, did you feel any of this so so early on right and like he said it's so funny because early on i again i'm me so i'm like well i got it I, you know i'm okay now of course i needed like assistance with with some things but so what happens um because being pregnant with the twins was not my first pregnancy. You know, obviously, you guys know that I have an older daughter. She's 12. She was 10 at the time um, when I found out I was pregnant with the, t- the twins. So 10 years prior, you know, I went through pregnancy and I knew that for my first trimester, I was going to be sick as a dog. That's just what happens to me because I am allergic to the yeah, what is hormone that. What is, you what that now I can't remember. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the hormone, like the way that they can take, find out that you're pregnant if you they can't test it through, if they can't find it through your urine. Mm-hmm. is they test your blood mm-hmm. and so the hormone that like goes into your bloodstream mm-hmm. um you know when you're pregnant i'm allergic to that i don't so, know why plutosin just came in my head i don't even know what that word means yes, but go ahead. funny <laughs> um so during that time i am um i know that i'm gonna be like really sick so but to me again in my brain i'm like i'm really sick but i'm gonna push through because i still gotta go to work every day 
mm-hmm. and you know I'm gonna make the best of it. I didn't feel the best, um, but to me, I wasn't as bad as like what he saw. So it's kind of like when we look in ourselves in the mirror and we see like you know like oh, okay, like I look all right, mm-hmm. and then to somebody else they like yeah, uh uh-uh, uh, you should have not wore that out the house mm-hmm. or whatever. So again, in my brain, I'm I have like this one perception of you know oh well, I'm handling it. You know I'm not doing the best, but I'm not doing that bad, and I'm you know I'm okay. And I guess Mustafa is kind of like eh. Oh, like if we just got to get through it like you know yeah but so go ahead all right so in like in the like towards the middle of it i was like i wouldn't say that i was through because i wasn't mm-hmm. it was never like a time where i'm like i gotta get out of here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it was like it was just at my lowest point i was like dog how how are we gonna i started asking these questions to myself mm-hmm. like how are we gonna make it through this right we got so far to go right um you know, and and I wasn't I wasn't sure what to do. Mm-hmm. And usually, when I'm not sure what to do, I always speak to my partner. I always mm-hmm. talk to you. So mm-hmm. it's like, and we weren't in therapy at this time. At the time, right? Um, so we just was going off of prior knowledge. We was, you know, going off of what we thought was best. And I was that's the same thing I was going. So I'm like, damn, I can't really talk to Ashley because I don't think she can give me an unbiased opinion mm-hmm. right now. Right now, right? You know, because. She's not seeing what I'm seeing. So what what do I do? And just to give you some examples, it was like very like very small things that could easily be uh, fixed with a conversation was like lasting mm-hmm. for like four or five days. And uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I can't, you know, I still got to be. I don't remember this. Yeah. I really don't. Because to me, be, it was not like yeah, this. It was, I, but I don't want to make, and I don't, also don't want to make it seem like it was the worst time in our life because mm-hmm. we was we still were very happy that we were having children. Like, mm-hmm. that was, you know, that was like the overarching theme. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, we about to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but then what comes with that is, and this I think was a part, we just wanted to make sure that everything was right for them. For them, absolutely. So that was, you know, that was where, it was stemming from, I think, uh-huh. besides the hormones of you having two human beings growing inside of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And to stop you there really yeah, quickly. Uh-huh. Um, it, again, it wasn't like the simple, oh, okay, well, we can just get a little bassinet and put it in our yeah, room. Uh-huh. And, you know, because it's not one baby. So we have to really yeah. figure out and figure a whole entire room yeah. for two new people that yeah. we necessarily didn't plan uh-huh. on coming because we it wasn't like a planned pregnancy. But it yeah. was something that happened that, mm. you know, again, we were excited about, but it just like you know what i'm saying like it's not it wasn't one of those like easy fixes kind of yeah thing. we had to really and it's like i can't really draw on past experience because i never had twins before mm-hmm. to do it you know they were my my sons are my older sons are close in age but they weren't born at the same time right so it's not two newborns at the same time right you know? absolutely so it, i think it was and because like i always like to say you're very uh strong-minded mm-hmm. and i'm strong-minded too and you you want what you want mm-hmm. and you know you see something you like yo that's what i want <laughs> you mm-hmm. know that's the stroller that i want mm-hmm. and you know who cares if it's 1500 dollars? you mean more but okay yeah it's it like our stroller was about like two thousand dollars i think oh yeah yeah it was somewhere close to like two thousand dollars yeah but all the, with all the parts yeah, and everything the and taxes and, and all that yeah yep. um 
So it's like, dog, we really going to spend 2000 on a stroller? Like, do you think we got it like that to do it at mm-hmm. this time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we trying to... But then that's where the compromise came in. Because yeah. I said, okay, because when I... Okay, so a lot of stuff I was like... I do remember being in my head a lot because I didn't... I wasn't as fully prepared because I had Rochelle at a young age as I should have been. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't... Rochelle didn't have a stroller when she was born. So mm-hmm. I was so, like gung-ho on like that's not happening with the twins like i have to have a stroll like i'm not letting that be the the case but then when the more that i thought about it there was no point in between the time for when i had rochelle to when she actually needed a stroller Mm -hmm. that she didn't have one Mm -hmm. but you understand what i'm saying so what made sense for us to do because it's two and i was like too scared to like be going out with them and everything in the beginning by myself anyway Mm -hmm. i was like We'll just get these really good carriers and then I can't take them nowhere by myself anyway. So when you're home and you have, you know, and you're, Mm -hmm. you know, not at work and we can do whatever we need to do with them. And plus when we had them, it's cold, which was the same deal. Then the twins birthday and my daughter's birthday is 11 days apart. Mm -hmm. Her birthday is on the 17th and theirs is on the 28th. So it's like it's very, you know, it's it's cold around the time when I had the both of them. So it's not Mm -hmm. like they was going to really be going outside too tough anyway. Mm Um, so, uh, we would just get the car, you know, put the carriers on and go about our day. And so when, um, but I do remember it being stuff like that, that I was like, very like, cause I got it. Everything has to be perfect. And you know, mm-hmm. I don't, and for the most part we really did, but I do remember being like upset with you. One of, I think our biggest battle during pregnancy was the baby shower. Because yeah. you were so bent on not having one. And in my brain, yeah. and ladies, y'all know how we feel about yeah, this. Yeah. I'm like, listen, we didn't just have no kid, you and I. Mm-hmm. We, I, the last time I had a kid was 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm carrying these two babies and neither one of us have twins. Why would we not have a baby shower? Yeah. And you were more so on. I just was like, I don't, like, we don't, do we need, like, to give a little inside of me, I don't like asking for help. Mm-hmm. I feel like even a baby shower is help. People giving you stuff is like is is help to me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, dog, I don't like that feeling. You know, but um, so I was like, we can just whatever we get, we got we got ten months before they come. So every month we gonna figure out, we gonna get something for them that we know that they need. So we don't need to have a baby shower. We don't need nobody giving us nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we could do it ourselves. And but that comes from just me and my upbringing and feeling like I had to do things myself, you know? So that was like how you felt about Rochelle and um, making sure that she, you had a stroller for the twins. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want the baby shower cause I didn't, I'm not good with asking for help. I'm not good with, well, I wasn't good with asking for help. I wasn't good with even accepting help. Right. Um, you know how I feel about people, ulterior motives. Uh-huh. And all, I start going like way Y'all, he's deep. crazy about <laughs> I start that. going way deep when it comes to stuff like that. So I was like, we can do it ourselves. We got, you know, it's me and you. We can plan We and we can get everything ourselves. We don't need help from anybody. But right. the part that I was missing about the baby shower, which is the important part of it, the, the important part about it is that family and friends, they want to be a part of stuff of like that. Of that, right, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. They want to show support, mm-hmm. like, you know, and and it's not about an ulterior motive, and it's not about, well, I bought you this at your baby shower. Right, so, so now you owe me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so I had to... I had to, you know, grow up a little bit in that sense and be like, you know what, fuck it, let's go, let's do it, you know, 
if this is what's if this is what's holding me back and I know it's an issue of mine mm-hmm. that I got to deal with, what better way than to do it like this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's you know, and it turned out good. Everybody mm-hmm. that was there was supposed shout out to, be to there. Kells and yeah, Shay and Uncle Lou from Harlem Haberdashery. Um, yeah, they always, they, they, they hosted our yeah they always look out. They hosted our um, baby showers. Very small, very cute, and that and again that was a compromise because he didn't want the shower like at all. I did, and so what we decided to do was we could have a small one. And yeah. so we didn't have to make it this like huge, big ordeal. And he put a stipulation on it. He was like, nobody that I don't know can't come. <laughs> can't come. So yeah. now I'm doing like damage control. I'm trying to get all these people. I'm like, you should come by my house and just say hey to Mustafa one mm-hmm. day. So that you can so that I can yeah. invite you to our baby shower. Yeah, I'm like um, very I'm like well, I was very anti-social. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't really like a lot of people or being around a lot. Of like, you know, that wasn't my, like, type, right. my thing. Right. I gotta, Which is something that I can very well commend you on because you yeah. definitely have grown in mm-hmm. that that aspect. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he wasn't, he's not really big on people. He's not really big on, you know, places or things. He's just very much into our home. And he said before, like, he could, and that's where we're, like, polar opposites. I'm super outgoing. I mm-hmm. love to be out. I love to be, you know, now Travel, I'm not, like, loopy or anything like that like i don't want to be like in the in crowd crowd, yeah but i like i'm definitely very adventurous i love to Mm -hmm. travel i just always like to be you know places Mm -hmm. and he's very much so not i love to go on dates and he he doesn't mind dates but he'd be fine if we didn't go on dates like ever he'd Mm -hmm. be okay with that as long like uber eats and chill and he'd be fine like you know he doesn't um, like need all those things but i do Mm -hmm. like i would be bored and feel stifled and be just a pain in the whole ass if I didn't get to do like some of these things. So I'm grateful that he like obliges me in a lot of those things. And he's opened up a lot more because he's come to a lot more social events and things like that in us being together in us, you know, making new friends, yeah. you know, as a couple and a family yeah. um, and being more outgoing. But we ended up having the baby shower at Harlem Haberdashery. Um, and it turned out really cute. And yeah. um, it was, and it's funny that I'm thinking about the baby shower because the um, Jetson's name was always Jetson. Like, I think that was my one thing that I would never let go of. But I was yeah. I was happy because you were okay with that. Yeah. So um, a little backstory, maybe like seven years ago now, um, mm. or six years ago, um, it was me and two of my friends. We were in the Bronx. And we just were walking and, you know, talking, having a regular conversation. And it just popped in my head as we walk in. I was like, yo, if I ever have another baby, I'm going to name him or her Jetson. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was the cutest. And I don't know where it came from. Yeah. The she Jetsons wasn't, wasn't on of, TV. She wasn't a fan. Of, she never really watched it like that. It wasn't like that was her Mm-mm, favorite show. Nothing. And it just popped in my head. And I kept saying, and they both laughed me out. Like, no man is letting you name his child that or whatever. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, well, if I'm with somebody and he doesn't like the name, then that's not the person for me. Uh-huh. And so it was funny because I just randomly asked you one day, you know how you you just meet, you know, the love of your life or the man of your dreams. <laughs> and you just, you know, you start planning weddings and babies and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one day I like randomly asked him, maybe like a couple months in, like, um, what do you think about the name Jetson? And he was like, oh, that's dope. Like, mm-hmm. it's different. That's dope or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I just swore he was going to hate it because his two children um, prior to the twins names were Zaire and Zuri. So, you mm-hmm. know, what kind of guy I thought he was very like earthy <laughs> and, you know, like 
you know, just kind of woke, I guess, as they would say. Yeah. Like, I thought that you were that type of person. Yeah, I am that, though. And you you are. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, but what people would think, the reason that you named them that name has nothing to do with a woke. Mm-hmm. People would never even, uh, like, associate um, Muhammad Ali to the reason why you named the two of them what you did. Yeah. So uh-huh. when you told me that, I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, I would have never thought mm-hmm. that that's why, you know, you named them that. Uh-huh. So when I said Jetson and you loved it, I was like, oh, sold. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's going to be my baby father. <laughs> and, that, and that's just that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was kind of like the only thing besides the baby shot that I was, like, dead set on. Um, and a stroller too and the stroller and having that stroller but i was able to compromise with you on that because we didn't get it like we we was about to me and you was not me and you was about to go in but we were like we we put in for that stroller yeah yeah we made we we set a plan in motion and we did it and another thing um that i think you know needs to be said is that we very much so had a conversation um you know again we are very transparent and very you know um honest we didn't know if we were ready for two children Word. we didn't know uh-huh. i mean i was dead set you know uh-huh. like oh i'm gonna have my babies and uh-huh. you know but you know we didn't know because musafa did have two small children and i did have you know a daughter from a prior relationship so that doesn't take us to four children that takes us to five kids Word. you know in one shot and mm-hmm. so you know, we had a conversation, but I think that he had mentioned prior that um, there that was one thing that he, um, I guess, loved about me a lot was that I, when I set a plan in motion, I'm mm-hmm. like dead set to that plan. Yeah. And I do very well with sticking, you know, to the plan and making sure that the plan is executed. Uh-huh. And so we did have a very raw and very honest conversation like, okay, well, we're going to have these two children. Do you have a plan? You asked me. Uh-huh. And I was able to map out how we can make it work financially mm-hmm. um, our, for our lifestyle, for our living situation, yeah. because all those things are turned upside down when you have children. Yeah. People don't like to think about that. It's a shock. It's a shock to like every, people have like their normal life that mm-hmm. they go through like this is what i do on monday mm-hmm. monday through this is what i do on friday this is what i'm gonna do on the weekend you know if it, it, it's like very rare that it deviates from that plan but like moving is one of those things that's like mm-hmm. it disrupts your life right um if you move too far from where you were at yeah, before moving, like having a baby that's like that's something that disrupts your life mm-hmm. um you know you're used to doing certain thing and then it's like you can't because now this is what your focus is on you know so that part of it is true too is like it how are we going to live and that was one of the things that i went that i actually said yo can we do this like how how are we going to do this once you said no we can um this is what we're going to do you know i have faith in you Mm -hmm. i said okay this is what she's saying i added my two cents i felt like this is what i felt like needs to happen we came to a compromise and we moved forward on the plan it wasn't like we uh, we yeah we got a plan but not i'm gonna say we got a plan but mm-hmm. not really and mm-hmm. then when the babies come it's like oh, oh right <laughs> right actually mm-hmm. we kind of fuck now you we know kinda, right right it was like okay this is what we're gonna do and then from day one it was well this is what we need to do in order for to meet this goal that mm-hmm. we had right you know this is what we this was a part of the plan that we need to implement now so that we're okay mm-hmm. um when the babies come so seeing that it took a lot of the stress off of off of me you know mm-hmm. a lot of the worry because a man a man's worry is making is providing mm-hmm. you know that's one of the things oh, it that, should be anyway yeah it should be it's like mm-hmm. providing what am i going to do to make sure that these kids 
um, they come into the world and they're okay. And how am I going to, how is it going to affect the children that we already have? Because it's not, like I used to tell you, it's not instead of, mm-hmm. it's in addition to. Mm-hmm. So it's not instead of caring for Rochelle, it's in addition to caring for Rochelle, right. we're going to care for Jetson and Ocean, right. Jetson and Nova. It's in addition to Zaire and Zuri. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, it's not, we're not going to alter their life. If anybody's life is going to be altered, it's going to be you know yours and mine mm-hmm. we're not going to alter their life too much you right. know what i'm saying absolutely um you know because that's not what men do mm-hmm. <laughs> right right you know so <clears throat> once we got that once we got that out the way like this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to afford it this is how we're going to live this is how we're going to you know once we got those down when the months were going by because those months fly by they T- sure do 10 months seem like far off but 10 months is not really that is not really that long right you know long for um when you're having a baby because mm-hmm. you go on to check like the checkups like they start being every two weeks now, and no start, start being for me because yeah. when you have when you're having twins yeah, and you, that's week. all that's high re- high risk pregnancy so i yeah. was every two weeks from the beginning yeah. and then like my last three months it was every, every once week. a week i yeah, was going they want to check my blood level mm-hmm. they want to check my sugar mm-hmm. they want to check the babies and make sure they are right make sure that the nutrients are getting you know distributed mm-hmm. like evenly or whatever and so one thing i will say a little disclaimer i'm gonna pat myself on the back a little for a second mm-hmm. um i might have been a bitch mm-hmm. and i might have been like oh what do you what do you did you like to call me when ashley i was 10.0. yeah ashley 10.0 um but i got my ass up and went to work every day yeah i walked to work and to and from the work mm-hmm. every day so mm-hmm. i didn't make sure make i made sure i didn't waste no money now i might have complained about a bunch of other stuff uh-huh. but i got my ass up i went to work every day um and i worked right up until it was time to have those babies. It was like a week. Yeah, yeah. like a week and a half. Yeah, a week and right a half before um, it was the um, there was time for me to have them, and we knew, you know, we knew that the date we were gonna have them on because they scheduled for me to be induced because yeah. they weren't gonna let me go past um, thirty six weeks. But um, that I can say that I most definitely did. Now yeah. everything else other than that, <laughs> I'll give to you. You got it. I was probably a nag, and I was probably sickening, and I was probably annoying. But Yo, and those doctor visits, you know, it was crazy. Now that you that you mentioned it, those doctor visits was like another thing. Mm-hmm. Fellas, just know that you don't matter. <laughs> Word. You don't. You don't and matter. that job you got you don't gotta, matter either. And so you better tell your supervisor, listen, my girl is pregnant, so there are some appointments I have to go to. Yeah. He will blow my head like, well, I can't come because work. And you know the principal not going to nah. listen. But now at that time, no, I was, I was coming. Not to all of them because I, it was certain the times you couldn't. Yeah. Because Dorigo or whoever would need you at the building. Yeah. And like if it was scheduled for like a lunchtime, I would try to make it over there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, try to make it to those appointments, even though when you at the appointment, you don't exist. <laughs> you really do not because it's not exist. for you. Yeah, it's not it's not for you. They don't you just there. The mm-hmm. the the nurse, the the doctor, whoever's the attending physician. They might look. They might say hello if they, you know, <laughs> they say- <laughs> if they was raised right and you know they had it. They come from a good background. They'll look in the corner and say hello to you uh-huh. before they just totally ignore you for the rest of the day. Right. I mean for the rest of the visit. But you got to eat that. <laughs> you got to eat that, and you just got to be very attentive. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they might ask you like, you got any questions? Right. <laughs> One good time, you know. Right. That's if they was if they was raised right. You know, uh-huh. they'll, they'll say that. But mostly they check in. Making sure everything is good. They want to hear the two heartbeats or they want to hear the heartbeat. They want to know how you're doing, mm-hmm. what's going on, any blood, any this, any that. Any, mm-hmm. 
and you know pay attention to what they're saying um one of the things that i was listening for is you know what needed to be done at home that mm-hmm. was one thing like do i am i supposed to be doing something like what's going on but really like the woman is like such like a beautiful machine like everything just runs mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's very they seldom that there's something else that needs to happen that's outside of what the woman's body is doing you mm-hmm. know i might have to go get a pickle and and uh ranch. i was not that pickle, <laughs> pickle girl. and ranch uh chip sandwich i was not a pickle pregnant <laughs> with girl. jalapeno no but she no she wasn't but that's I, w- I always wanted food yeah. but i don't know if it was pickles no she didn't have any it was no you didn't have any weird cravings that i know of i, I, don't that I can I remember but yeah i don't think yeah, i had any weird cravings. you have it but fellas be be prepared for that you know be prepared for because those. most women do yeah women do that you just just know that for 10 months you're going to get accustomed to eating a whole lot of shit <laughs> just enjoy enjoy the shit don't complain about the shit don't even feel a way about the shit <laughs> you know when you're upset and then it's, it's certain things even about like sex life it could you can go it's the flip of the coin they can mm-hmm. either want to have sex all a the ton? time during the right. pregnancy or bro you ain't getting none <laughs> for almost 10 months so you better get accustomed to xnxx you better get accustomed <laughs> to Pornhub. um what you need i got lotion for you but uh, <laughs> don't even Word. look at me <laughs> you know and, Word. you know it's crazy and i'm sure that women beat themselves up about that because i felt like horrible mm. like i felt like the worst person in the world like damn i really don't like or we really or when i think back about it because it was the furthest thing from my mind so i'd be like yo we really didn't in like weeks yeah. <laughs> and i but then i but i never even stopped to think about and you can't and fellas you can't be earthy. like i know i know it's been like 17 weeks right <laughs> that's amazing right that's crazy you gotta be like oh yeah you know it's, it's all right it's all right know, yeah you good i understand you're going through what you're going through you know you're carrying my children you gotta uh-huh. always keep saying that um like what's up chef like my, my chef always like you know you're carrying my kid you uh-huh. know what i'm saying <laughs> word, you know word. you're carrying my children you got to always come back to that like don't worry whatever you need i know you're carrying my children you mm-hmm. know <laughs> so you know and that's and that's what like him chef is who i thought back to when i was like in that space to go back all the way back to the beginning of the podcast when i was mm-hmm. like it was like a dark time like a low time for me i'm like yo what would chef do like i said in the previous podcast i'm always asking myself you know what would mike do what would juice do what would chef do what would lee do what would zay do you know these mm-hmm. like what would my uncle do what would my dad do mm-hmm. so i'm like what would chef do right now man he like you know not what would jimmy do because jimmy do some off no, the wall shout, shout out to jimmy Jimmy's <laughs> king. that's my grandfather who yes yes um jamie's king he definitely had a different way of looking at things but Mm -hmm. you need that oh absolutely i appreciate him for you so much so what i thought i'm like yo chef would be like yo nah man you gotta eat that bro Mm -hmm. like you know you built stronger than that you from this type of cloth so you Mm -hmm. know whatever she going through you know you know the work that she put in before she was pregnant right you know what i'm saying and and because you know, even though we never had that conversation, uh-huh. it was like me and him had it in my head. Right. So I said, you know what, self, you fucking right. She put in a whole lot of work before she was pregnant. So 
oh, this is the least I could do mm-hmm. for her. Like, you know, before I used to say, like, when we used to go out on dates, I'm like, yo, I got myself some Ashley coins, you know. Mm-hmm. When so you did like, a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I got myself some Ashley coins. So I'm like, so she got herself, she got herself tons and tons of Mustafa coins. So, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, she was cashing them shits in during like <laughs> 10 months. But, you know, she had them coins. She mm-hmm. earned them things like that, you know. So I was like, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat it, you know. And a lot of it was me. When I because it was just like I'm not used to being talked to this way, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm not used to her not doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, fellas, um, side man talk is you know be prepared to eat a lot of shit. Women, women do what you need to do to to get those kids into the world safely. Mm-hmm. Um, just please be mindful if you listen to this podcast and you do get pregnant. You know, just be mindful. Like, wait a minute, am I being Mm-hmm. Uh, yourself your 10.0 10.0 or, right now um, because y'all need support too yeah you know we we need support as well because it's a lot for us and we want to make sure um that we are doing the right thing and we make we want to make sure that everything is set for the baby or babies in this case um and everybody is focusing on the, the mother them. and the kids mm-hmm. you know when we walking down the street it's you know how the baby's doing mm-hmm. or how you doing when i might be talking to somebody like oh how's ashley doing is she okay mm-hmm. how's the pregnancy going and, you know it, it, this is before they even asked me how i was doing you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and i get it it's because you know you know i i do push-ups so i'm kind of strong <laughs> and they don't got to worry about how i'm feeling right you know and it's, it really is about the woman at that point in time um so um, the man talk is just be be prepared to eat the shit, love it, you know, put a little bit of sazon on it, you know, maybe some garlic butter. <laughs> but, yeah, you're going to have to do that. But when you're in that room and you're holding them and they got that brand new baby smell mm-hmm. and you feel you could feel their chest and you feel their heart beating you'll be like damn yo you'll look at you'll look at her and she'll have a totally different glow mm-hmm. like yo damn you really did that mm-hmm. <laughs> oh and y'all just want to throw that out there that uh, i pushed them go. both out no c-section i pushed them both out just yeah. want to throw that out there yeah she definitely did that thing <clears throat> it was it was um Shout out to Jackie. She came. Yes, yes. She Our cousin Jackie. Joint. She came to um and she was she was there while I was um yeah. delivering, but they wouldn't let her be outside the room. So she was upstairs. That was, um yeah, upstairs. Yeah, she was she, right over them. Yeah, right she, over the room where we was at and she yeah. was praying for them the whole time. And that's probably what helped me yeah. to be able to push them both out because they were actually going to um they were about to cut me they gave me about two more chances to push yeah and they were like all right if you don't then you know we're gonna have to um you know get ready for the c-section and Mm -hmm. i kept saying no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm Mm -hmm. gonna push them out and they gave me two more tries and on that second try nova came out 14 minutes later yeah nova entered the world jackie she was like our spiritual advisor Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she was, she was very adamant on being there. She wouldn't take no for No an for an answer. That's right. <laughs> right. And we appreciate that. We're very appreciative for her for um, that. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a wonderful, like that period of time was like so crazy. It seemed like from the labor to delivery was like a 
blink in the eye to mm-hmm. me. You know, I wasn't the one that was that had to do the huffing and puffing, of course. But you know, it was a whole lot of hurry up and wait. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you got to move here. Then you got to wait. Mm-hmm. Then you got to move here. Then you got to wait. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so eat the shit, man, and you'll you'll see that it's worth it mm-hmm. in the end. But I know. Um, like you got to put your ego aside and I know it's hard for men to do because, you know, we're made off of ego. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to push your ego aside. You have to be very, <laughs> it's funny cause you got to be nurturing in a sense, you know, it, it was lucky for me that I'm a Virgo. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, that's a part of, you know, part of being a, the best sign in the world is that, you know, that we're nurturing yeah, uh, you know, by nature. Um, you know, um, that's just what it is, you know. Um, but to get back to the story, we 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 made it through, and I, I guess it felt it felt like um, we made it through that to get to the to get to the the problems that would lie ahead mm-hmm. once the babies was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but being that we made it through that, we got stronger. I like to say, you know, you know. You know how they say whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but mm-hmm. like we we got through that. We could have called it quits, but like a million times before right. that, during that, but we got through that. So the troubles that came, you know, after that, just with having babies and having um, very little help, um, didn't it didn't stop us. Mm-hmm. We, we got through it, and right. and then it helped us figure out how, what we were gonna do when those when those problems came. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got through it, and that's why we are, you know, that's why I feel like when we get together or when we are together, um, Ashley and I, we're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think we are a dynamic duo, honey. Yeah, so that don't mean that, you know, she don't want to give me a knuckle sandwich every here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, but um, so fellas... It just if if you are like in that route, like I've I've spoken to a few of my friends, and who whose girlfriends or wives were pregnant, and mm-hmm. they, they would talk to me like, "Yo, dog, like I don't know, sh- like Shorty's wildin'. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, like I be ready, and I'm like, "Nah, dog, like she pregnant, mm-hmm. she's not herself right now, like." Just give her that. Mm-hmm. Like whatever she going like they'll tell me the stories, but before they even tell me with the story, I'm like, dog, whatever. You already know, like, right, dog, right. Whatever she's going through, just eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, wait till after wait wait till after and see if you still feel that way. Mm-hmm. And if you still feel that way, then you know, move forward how you feel you need to move forward. But during this time, it, you know, whatever's going on this during this time, if it's not the normal, mm-hmm. you know, eat it. You right. get what I'm saying? It ain't right. like she's one way and then she turned 360. You know, it's mostly what it was with you. Is like you're already you're already strong minded. You're very mm-hmm. you're already very determined. Mm-hmm. So now it's like I can get my words in edgewise when you're regular Ashley, but at Ashley 10.0, it's like no, right? <laughs> this is what it is. Right, right. There is no, you know, what I'm saying right. so. You know, I had to keep in my mind like, oh, she's pregnant. You know, this is just don't kill her. Yeah, this is just uh, this is just uh, exaggerated exaggerated version. version. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, you that's what you used to say all yeah, the time. Like this is just an exaggerated version of who she is. So mm-hmm. I take it, you know, for what it is, and we made it through. And my children are here, mm-hmm. and they every time I see them, they're just so um, they're just they're just like so good 
it's like, mm-hmm. yo, look how good they are. Mm-hmm. Like, look how good they are. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think back to those times, and I'm like, it's very, it was very worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, I am super grateful for Jetson and Nova. Um, I'm grateful for all our children, but Jetson and Nova is just because. What people don't know, and I guess, you know, people that have spoken to me about it, you know, they know this already because we've had this conversation, but Jetson and Nova were just like, it was, they were really God, and that was it, because they're identical twins, Mm -hmm. and identical twins are not hereditary, which means there are no twins that run in my family, and there are no twins that run in his family, which is why when I'm laying on that table, you know, getting our first sonogram done, and she says it's twins, I'm like, what like and she looking shit. at the machine and then she looking at us and then she looking at the machine again and i'm like twins bro what like twins do not run in either of our yeah. family and so remember and remember that isn't it you, so cute how he says remember yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i get it together but remember rochelle she used to write letters like i want us i want a yes. sibling mm-hmm. and you ain't even say like oh i want a kid mm-hmm. you know um it was it was just so crazy. They're like, oh, this is what you want. Right. And then God was like, well, here we goes two. <laughs> Word, here goes two. So it's just, you know, a testament to how re- real God is and how miracles can truly happen. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I genuinely look at Jetson and Nova. I'm like obsessed with them. It's kind, it's, it's bad. But I look at them as like, you know, miracle children. Um, you know, I obviously don't love them any more than I love my daughter. I was just in a very different time and place in my life when I got pregnant with them than I did, you know, when I got pregnant with Rochelle. I was still in high school, you know, when I got with Rochelle. So Rochelle was very much like, um, she was a teacher to me because I learned how to be a parent off of being pregnant with her and all those things and how to care for myself more and my body more and you know have to actually care for another human being when I you know got pregnant with them I was a full-blown adult you know in a in a healthy relationship um so it was just a very different space, you know? And so, again, just, you know, shout out to Jetson and Nova for, and, and Rochelle and Zaya and Zuri for being, all being amazing children and, um, you know, for blessing our lives, each of them, in very different ways. Um, we just want to talk to you guys about, you know, the men, men's viewpoint of on how, what they see when they're dealing with us when we're pregnant, ladies, and us obviously not thinking that it's anything wrong with you know how we're acting it's funny because before we started um recording mustafa had brought up this really good episode on this is us um with the um, the mother of the triplets um when she was pregnant and she just was the day she actually ended up going into labor was jack's birthday Mm -hmm. and she just uh was being so shitty to him and he was such a good husband to her like he just i mean he was yeah. amazing his to her. character is like the best character on the show oh to me, absolutely like the best oh for sure me he too between like, him and william to mm-hmm. me have the best characters but and it's not like it was like he's like so well written it was they they did give him like a little bit of like his backstory he had like a shady little past but mm-hmm. for the most part he's like a real great he, he was, was a, a such a stand-up guy, guy. Uh-huh. and he was a really good husband to her and she ends up um on his birthday they're you know they're like a few weeks out so they're supposed to be having the babies and their house is a mess and but this guy literally like 
redid their whole house with but his two hands. Well, right. His he contract, the yeah. contracting company that he worked for built, built the house. house yeah. And then it was a piece of junk. So he ended up buying the house because uh -huh. the contractor, the guy that he worked for, didn't want to keep putting all this money into the house, paying other people. Mm -hmm. He ended up, when they found out that it was triplets, he ended up buying the house from the his boss mm -hmm. and re like re uh, renovating and remodeling the whole house with his two hands. And then... Um, they still had like, you know, a bunch of boxes and things like that um, all over the house. And she just just this particular day, she just was being a brat. You know, she, you know, all these things had to get cleaned up and she didn't want to be around him and she didn't want to be bothered. She just wanted him to go out the house so that she could get everything together until she then realizes when she's done kicked him out the house and he goes, he gets in the car. And he's like, God. Please, like, I think the aliens, the devil, or somebody has, like, taken over my wife. And then he's, like, you know, he ends up goes off with his friend. And she ends up looking at the calendar to, like, count how long before the kids come to see how much time she has to get the house, the rest of the house in order. And she realizes that it was his birthday. So she was acting like a total biatch to him. <laughs> didn't even realize that it was his birthday. And then, you know, she made up for it. You know, she tried to... Go she to the store the and, yeah, you know, tried to mm -hmm. bake him something really nice. But all she could do was find like a banana muffin and squeeze the frosting out of a Twinkie. Um, <laughs> but she made it, you know, she made up for it. Yeah. And, um, you know, they ended up, she ended up actually going into labor on his birthday. Um, but it's just a testament to show that we don't see how bad mm -hmm. we are um, when all of these hormones are raging and all these things are going. And another side note, we are actually still going through all of those things once we give birth. Yeah. We still have to, all those hormones, because they don't just automatically leave once the baby yeah. um, comes out. These things have to like slowly but surely make their way out you of, know. you know. And the longer you breastfeed and the longer. The you, longer it happens, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so we just have to be very mindful of, you know, how we are. And men just try to bear with us because we are, you know, in the process of doing something amazing. So we just need Word. something you know, that we can't do. Right. Something <laughs> that you guys can't do. So we just need a little extra support. So if you're out there writing and you're listening and you're, you know, your wife or your girl is pregnant or you're pregnant and, you know, your boyfriend is like doesn't understand you. Just know that this too shall pass. Yeah. And, um, you know, what's going on inside of her body. She really can't even explain. Mm. Um, but just know that it's all for the betterment of the both of you yeah and if you need if you need you can listen back to this podcast words, for some words of reassurance <laughs> for some words of assurance that, that you know that it will go you know everything will be all right and that focus on the end goal which is you know getting those babies in the world and making sure that they're healthy and making mm -hmm. sure that they're loved for and everything that's prepared for them and women i know like you once you're there and you got that man and he you might feel like he a step slower mm -hmm. you know it, it's not that he a step slower it's just that your brain is racing it's a little faster. bit faster We're, and we you also know? get ditzy too that's another thing people don't really talk about yeah they call it what they call it pregnancy, pregnancy brain, brain. Yeah. yeah we get kind of that's what they too. say i don't know if it's a myth or not but i know like it was some questions you was asked like wait what <laughs> mm -hmm. it was like but you know again get through it um you we get through it you you'll get through it as well um, just, you know, support your partner, whether you're the pregnant woman or you're the man, you know, support your partner. I think that's what the whole podcast is based on, you know, support your partner, um, you know, love your partner and everything else will fall into place.
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode 10. 10. And this was Happily Ever Muhammad. We will see you guys same time next week. We love y'all and thank you so much for listening every week that you do. What's up, loved ones? We thank y'all for tuning in every week. If y'all love us like y'all say y'all do, subscribe, rate us, and if you're feeling extra dope, leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on the podcast by searching Happily Ever Muhammad. Muhammad spelled M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Again, that's Happily Ever Muhammad. Also, please remember to follow the Instagram page, Happily Ever Muhammad. You can follow my wife, Ashley, at Iconic Ash, E-Y-E-C-O-N, I-C-A-S-H And you can follow me at Vietnam Con V-I-E-T-N-A-M-K-H-A-N Everything helps We thank y'all for the love One